Church Audio, striving to introduce people to Jesus through scripture, biblical instruction, and prayer with authenticity and vibrancy. You don't need to know anything about the Bible. Just sit back, relax, and let God do the rest. Please consider subscribing to this podcast and leave a rating and review. And please consider supporting this ministry through a tax-deductible donation at mountainview.church. That's mountainview.church slash give. Now here's this week's message. What is Low Sunday? When I first started researching this Sunday that follows Easter, marked in the traditional Christian calendar, I was hopeful. I was certain that the term low was going to point to some deep spiritual significance. But sadly, my initial research proved otherwise. For example, if you were to settle on dictionary definitions, you would be quite disappointed. Merriam-Webster simply defined Low Sunday as the Sunday following Easter, then provided the timeline that the first known use of Low Sunday was in the 15th century. Oxford states that Low Sunday, the Sunday after Easter, is perhaps so named in contrast to the high days of Holy Week and Easter. Collins Dictionary states that it's probably so named because of its relative unimportance in contrast with Easter Sunday. I wasn't impressed. Are dictionaries really allowed to use the words perhaps and probably? I wasn't satisfied, so I kept digging. Then I thought I found a nugget of historical data when I came across the Episcopal Church, which participates in an official Low Sunday tradition each year. They explain that the term reflects the somewhat less intense celebration of the day relative to the great feast of Easter on the preceding Sunday. They added that many parishes experience lower attendance on low Sunday than on Easter day. I continued to find similar statements and continued to be disappointed. I felt like our Christian forefathers had left us hanging with the message that low Sunday was Easter's over Sunday, or even a don't bother coming Sunday. I felt like the church had been communicating to the world, Jesus has risen, the party's over, so don't bother coming back. It felt wrong, and it made perfect sense why evangelical traditions said goodbye to Low Sunday a long time ago. It made sense why I had never heard of it growing up in a Baptist church circle. Your obvious next question is, why are we talking about it then? Why should we care? Let's leave Low Sunday in the archives and forget about it. I must admit, I felt the same way. My evangelical Baptist default was kicking in big time. And yeah, I get it. But I'm also not a fan of scrapping hundreds of years of church history. I felt compelled to keep digging, keep researching. And I'm so glad I did. I soon found out that the Sunday after Easter is cloaked in a bit of church history mystery. I found out that Low Sunday isn't the only name given to this date on the Christian calendar. There are actually a number of names that are far more meaningful, emphasizing some incredible accounts of Jesus' post-resurrection ministry. As I studied each of these church traditions, I started to see a common thread between them. That common thread was chapter 20 from John's gospel account found in the New Testament. 
John 20 contains 31 verses. Although reading such a large section of scripture in one setting is not our regular practice here at Mountain View, it seemed appropriate as we embark on this low Sunday journey. So I've asked a number of our leaders and mentees to read through this text. If you're watching online, the passage will appear below the readers. If you're watching in-house, I would encourage you to download a Bible app or use a print Bible that's located underneath the seat in front of you. Let's sit back, relax, and read through the 20th chapter of John's Gospel together. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there, and the face cloth, which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. And as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white, sitting there where, where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? And she said to them, They've taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing. But she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabbani, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord and that he had said these things to her. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked were the disciples for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. And if you withhold the forgiveness of any, it is withheld. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, 
called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hand the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hand, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. I believe that Low Sunday can and should be a high point in our calendars. Over the next 20 minutes or so, I'd like to walk you through some of the other church traditions that have been celebrated for centuries on this day throughout history. And they're still being celebrated today. The Sunday after Easter should be an important date in the Christian calendar. And the 20th chapter of John's Gospel can help us understand why. Let's start with the most well-known secondary name to Low Sunday, which is Divine Mercy Sunday. Predominantly practiced in the Catholic Church, although not exclusively, the core passage is found in John 20, verses 19 to 23. Pay careful attention to verses 19 and 21. Twice Jesus says, peace be with you. Was Jesus just trying to calm their nerves since they are seeing their Lord and Master in resurrected form? You can understand why. Or is there more going on here? Continue on in verses 22 and 23. Jesus said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. It's important to remember that the disciples scattered after Jesus was arrested and then crucified. It's possible that they might be worried that Jesus was disappointed or upset with them. Jesus helps us connect peace with forgiveness, which brings about the core purpose of Divine Mercy Sunday. To emphasize the mercy of Jesus and the completeness of his forgiveness from sin and punishment. The celebration is recognized by forgiveness and a calling to extend and receive mercy one to another in following Christ's example. So, at this point, we arrive at our first lesson for Low Sunday. Will you show peace, forgiveness, and mercy on this Low Sunday? Have you been in conflict with someone? Who have you been withholding forgiveness from? Who do you need to reconcile with? Perhaps today's the day to extend mercy. Regardless of what they've said or done, consider the peace and forgiveness that has been offered to you by Jesus. How much more mercy has he offered us? Surely we can celebrate his divine mercy by extending mercy to others. Low Sunday has also been titled Bright Sunday or Holy Humor Sunday. I know that's a strange name. Predominantly found in Methodist church history, Bright Sunday is based on a similar text as Divine Mercy Sunday, but with a different focus. 
after Jesus appears to the disciples and says, peace be with you in John 20, 19, verse 20 states this, when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. This old Easter custom, begun by the early Christians, engaging in Bright Sunday or Holy Humor Sunday celebrations on the Sunday after Easter. For centuries in all Christian faith traditions, the week following Easter Sunday was observed by the faithful as days of joy and laughter, with parties and picnics to celebrate Jesus' resurrection. This brings us our second Low Sunday lesson. Will you be glad and show joy and laughter on this low Sunday? How glad and joyful are we that Jesus is alive? Have we let the party of Easter Sunday fade? Today, let's make our low Sunday brunch or dinner as celebratory as Easter Sunday. Let's continue our joy and laughter today knowing that Jesus has conquered our sin, conquered the grave, providing us with a new and eternal life. Next up, we have New Sunday, which is a shortened version of Renewal Sunday. Although it has roots in Orthodox Christianity, it's a theme that resonates with most evangelicals. New Sunday points us to Christ's ascension and the new commission that the disciples will be given when Jesus is gone. Jesus does not hide the fact that he'll be leaving after his resurrection. In John 20, verse 17, Jesus says to Mary Magdalene, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father. In John 20, verses 21 and 22, Jesus says to the disciples, As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. This brings us to our third Low Sunday lesson. Will you embrace Christ's new commission on this Low Sunday? Jesus did ascend to heaven, giving us the gift of the Holy Spirit before he left, and leaving us this great commission to go into all the world, making disciples and baptizing them. This truly solidifies the Sunday after Easter as a high point. Last week on Easter Sunday, some of you may have given your lives to Christ, or some of you may have renewed your commitment to Christ. Now, we're being sent out with the Holy Spirit's power and under Christ's great commission. This low Sunday is a new Sunday to embrace the mission Jesus has given us. To be honest, I would prefer to leave it there. That's a great place to end, isn't it? But if I did, it would be excluding an important scripture passage from John 20 and an important Low Sunday tradition. So here we go. Last but not least, today is also known as Thomas Sunday in Eastern Orthodox Church traditions. You see, Thomas doubted. He struggled to believe Jesus had truly risen from the dead. In verses 27 and 28 of John 20, we read what happened next. Jesus said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. Then in verse 29, 
Jesus said to Thomas, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Did you hear that last statement? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Last week, I laid out a significant amount of evidence for the resurrection of Jesus and why it's central to our Easter celebrations. Some of you watching right now may have watched that message. And maybe you had serious doubts in whether or not what I was saying was true. Perhaps you're struggling to believe right now. Perhaps you're doubting, like Thomas. Easter Sunday may have passed, but it's not too late to place your trust in Jesus. It's not too late to take a chance and try believing. Will you believe in Jesus Christ on this low Sunday? Jesus died on the cross for your sin. Three days later, he rose from the dead, overcoming your sin and shame and all the unspeakable things that you'd never want anyone to know about. But here's the thing, you can be forgiven and you're invited into a restored relationship with God through Jesus. The question remains, will you place your trust in Jesus? I'm going to read John 20, verse 29, one last time. Then I'd like to close with the same prayer that I closed with last week, knowing that there may be someone who, like Thomas, needs a second chance to believe. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. If you're ready to place your trust in Jesus or renew your commitment to Jesus this low Sunday, you can pray along with me. Let's pray. Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life. I want to trust him as my savior and follow him as Lord from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you said that prayer today, or if you're still looking for answers, please let us know. You can visit mountainview.church connect or text connect to the number on the screen. If you're in-house, fill out the Connect card found under the seat in front of you and hand it into the welcome desk on your way out. We'll make sure someone connects with you this week. As is our practice at Mountain View, we want to increase connection and community. We don't just want you to view content. With that in mind, here are today's discussion questions and a prayer focus. Gather together with people you're watching with and have some intentional conversations. Or if you're watching online alone, drop a comment in the feed below and tell us what you're thinking. Question number one, which low Sunday focus had the most significance to you and why? Which low Sunday focus had the most significance to you and why? Question number two, do you think it's valuable to maintain these types of Christian traditions? Why or why not? 
Do you think it's valuable to maintain these types of Christian traditions? Why or why not? And last, here's our prayer focus. Take some time together with those that you're with or online and pray for those who have placed their trust in Jesus or renewed their commitment to him today. Pray for those who have placed their trust in Jesus or renewed their commitment today. Thank you so much for watching and being a part of Mountain View Church. Please come back next week as we participate in what's called Fellowship Sunday. We're going to present some videos and special messages from across the Pacific region of our fellowship of churches, and you're not going to want to miss it. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Mountain View Church Audio. If you've given your life to Jesus today or would like to join, serve, or support Mountain View Church, please let us know at mountainview.church connect. That's mountainview.church connect. Have a blessed week.